specific type of class that does one mm-hmm. thing very well. And they were just yes. put all into that. Uh, druids of the Circle of the Shepherd commune with the spirits of nature, especially the spirits of beasts and the fae, and calling those spirits for aid. These druids recognize that all living things play a role in the natural world, yet they focus on protecting animals and fae creatures that have difficulty defending themselves. Shepherds, as they are known, see such creatures as their charges, they ward off monsters that threaten them, rebuke hunters and kill more prey than necessary, and prevent civilization from encroaching on rare animal habitats and on sites sacred to the Fae. Many of these druids are happiest far from cities and towns, content to spend their days in the company of animals and the Fae creatures of the wild. Members of the circle come in, become adventurers to oppose forces that threaten their charges or seek knowledge and power that will help them safeguard their charges better. Wherever these druids go, the spirits of the wilderness are with them. That so again, words. very loner, very loner types, but they like to hang around with their posse, and their posse is just a bunch of animals that are that are wandering because they're shepherds. They're shepherds. Yeah, it, it, this is very much leading into the uh, like hate society, except for animals. Yeah, except for <laughs> my posse of animals. Animals my were posse, never posse, me. My possum posse. My possum posse. Uh, yeah, decent flavor. You can go a lot of ways with that, I guess. But they're mostly just kind of loners. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's so open ended. It's just like whatever. They're they have a yeah. pot. They're shepherds. I don't know. Half <laughs> of half of druids dip into this role play theme anyway. Yeah, basically. But, uh, level two, speech of the woods. I'm a huge fan. You gain the ability to converse with beasts and many fae. You just, like, have yeah. speak with animals up, like, 100% of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah Huge I love, fan. Huge I love fan. it. And so it says beasts can understand your speech and you gain the ability to decipher their noises and noises motions. Noises and motions. I, and this is a... Uh, this is much easier to do as a DM <laughs> than coming up with voices <laughs> and full speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You notice the squirrel animal. just kind of yelling at you. <laughs> you get the sense that the squirrel is trying to tell you that there's danger in the woods. Yeah. Basically. The bog is growing poisonous. You also uh, speak, read, and write Sylvan now. So you learned, uh, you picked up the Sylvan language. But no, it's conversing with beasts in many fae is just incredible. I, that's, I just love that. The fl- yeah. There's the flavor. There yeah, it is. There you go. There it is. Through the whole beginning intro, like, Speech of the Woods, second level. Done. All right, cool. I can talk to freaking animals. I'm Eliza Thornberry, all right? <laughs> I love, yeah. And I love it, specific, at least in my version of this text. It says, this ability just doesn't grant you friendship with beasts. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, they can still be pissed at you. Yeah. And oh, again, yeah. Not, not all beasts are charmed by you. Yeah, and the, what, the most classic uh, uh, question to follow up a persuasion check after speaking with animals is like, but I'm speaking with it. Can I get an advantage? It's like, right, no, right, just right. No, they hate you. Yeah. Here, you're a dick. <laughs> uh, you also gain the spirit totem at second level. As a bonus action, you magically summon a spirit to a point you can see within 60 feet of you. 
The spirit creates a 30-foot radius around that point. It's pretty huge. And I like that you can summon it with any feet within 60 feet of you. I mean, you, yeah. this, you could place this freaking anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it counts as neither a creature nor an object. It has a spectral appearance. And as a bonus action, you can also move that 60 feet again. So if it's not in the right place, <laughs> go ahead and move it. There you go. <laughs> I just, like, this thing will just always be up. So uh, this spirit will persist for a minute. You can't use it again until you finish a short rest or long rest. But again, it doesn't take up a spell slot or anything, just a bonus action. And, and you have three options. It doesn't look like it even takes up your wild shape. Usually one no, of these it things in No, it doesn't. No, it's just an additional bonus action. It's just a bonus just, action. So basically, it's just gonna you're just going to summon it at the beginning of the fight. Uh, yeah. just, this this is time. like what you use your first bonus action on. However, there's an important decision to make, even when... Uh, that's the easy decision, is that you're going to use it. <laughs> okay. I've heard you want to use your supplements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, now you have a decision to make. Uh, there's three options of spirits to make. The bear spirit, hawk spirit, and unicorn spirit. The bear spirit will grant you and your allies its might and endurance. Each creature of your choice within the aura uh, gains temporary hit points equal to 5 plus your druid level. Decent amount. Uh, uh, 7 at level 2, which is really good at level 2. Yeah, level two, that's, that's pretty good. That's going to be, like, double a lot of people's hit points. Yeah. Or, or, like, sorry, like 50, like 50% of everyone's hit points. Yeah. And then, in addition, uh, you and your allies will gain advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. So, very, very niche to be able to want to use the bear spirit. Except for level two, where I think, like, oh, wow. That, yeah, doubling our health right now. Seems yeah. Good. Having, yeah, additional <laughs> seven extra temp hit points is pretty sweet. Otherwise, you got you. You better know when you want that strength save, because otherwise, hey, you got a grappler in the party. Yeah, you know, uh, the hawk spirit aiding you with its keen sight. When a creature makes an attack roll against the target in a spirit's aura, you can use your reaction to grant advantage to that attack roll. See, that seems way more useful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you, obviously it uses your reaction, so you can't use it all the time. But yeah, yeah, like, it uses up your reaction. And it's just your reaction, I believe. I don't think anyone else in the party yeah, can use you, it. Yeah, you can use your reaction to create advantage yeah, the role. Yeah. But, like, this could be, I mean, like, rogues will get advantage and then sneak attack regardless, so there doesn't need to be anyone near them. Yep. Uh, in addition, you'll have advantage on perception checks while within the aura. Not as useful in combat, but that's it. So, it's pretty nice. There's that's a neat one out of combat. If you know yeah. you're not going to be using this in combat, uh, that that's a you know if you know you need a per good perception check, put down your hawk spirit and let's get a good perception check. <laughs> a good perception check. And yeah, and if you're in the city somewhere or just kind of like in a town, you can just find a loose short rest anywhere. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's it's going to so be pretty like, pretty nice to have that, that uh, bonus. Uh, advantage on perception checks, just like in your arsenal. Yeah, yeah. And then finally, the unicorn spirit. Uh, you and your allies gain advantage on all ability checks made to detect creatures. <laughs> it, in the aura. Uh, it sounds like it was going to be the most useful thing in the whole universe. Like, oh! yeah. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> uh, in addition, if you cast a spell using a spell slot that restores hit points to any creature inside or outside, I love how it says or outside the or. It's just like I don't I don't care where you are at this point. All right, if you like, use it, yeah. if you it's use to any creature inside or outside or outside, or so it doesn't care anymore. It's like okay, oh, okay. So what's the point of the freaking aura? Uh, each creature of your choice in the aura. That's why it matters. Yeah, yeah. 
Each creature you choose within the aura also regains hit points equal to your druid level. So it tacks on a little bit of extra healing to your healing spells. If that's important to you, that doesn't seem as useful to you. I feel like you're going to use Hawk Spirit 90% of the time. Yeah, Hawk Spirit probably 90% of the time. Man, it, it would be... Um, if you ha- Yeah, I think this will highly depend on your party makeup. If you have like yeah. three other melee combats and you're fighting like a boss monster... <laughs> unicorn spirit would be pretty nice just like you can just gain or heal an extra at level 10 20 hit points yeah 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 around that's that actually is true that there's there's no cap on that healing yeah so if your party's pretty big that unicorn spirit can spread out a lot of healing a ton of healing yeah so so that that's again these they're niche these are all pretty niche pretty I think niche-y. That's, the hawk has kind of the most generalized benefit yeah. Obviously, if there's a rogue in your party, he's going to love he's gonna, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just so, advantage on his one attack. Yeah, yeah it's that, like you said, it's definitely party dependent. Because And then the bear spirit is definitely used in situations where you're like, I know we're going to make have to make strength saves in this fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and But the, you'll have uh, to know that before using this, because you don't get another use of it. You can't change this totem. Yeah, and also there's there's interesting things you can do, like it, the bear spear doesn't say the hit points go away any point soon, so you can like pop this right before you know you take a short rest, give everyone temporary hit points, and then get it back. Yeah, that's true. It just says they gain temporary... I wonder what... Does it, does it go away once the totem goes away after a minute, though? I don't, it, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Usually it would say like they last until I don't know. Like, if I were ruling it, I'd say it's it's only within your spirit totem is your like I wouldn't let you go to bed, put this up and, and, and wake up and it still be there. Because your spirit's not there anymore. Yeah, I think I, I don't know this for sure. I think I don't know if temporary hit points go away after long rests. I think they do. But you know, for short rests. Go for it. So, but rules is written. It looks like you can just like get a free like again. You're level seven. Okay, everyone gets uh, twelve temporary hit points uh, before taking a long rest uh, for a short cool. rest. Also, also, I mentioned this for the Hawk Spirit out of combat with using the perception checks. It should also be mentioned. Bear Spirit and strength checks is a thing. That's definitely a thing. If, yeah. If, if if the you know your barbarian's trying to get a chest open with his strength, Bear Spirit him. Give him advantage on that roll. You know, yeah, you're all captured. And you're chained up in a jail cell, and yeah, your barbarian's trying to get out. Bear spirit, Boom. yeah, pop up, pop up the bear spirit. Yeah, so just get it's, it's, pretty, anyway, but... it's a cool, it's a cool level two ability. Let's put it that way. It's yeah, again, cool, you're getting. We're talking cool all this time about a level two ability. Yeah, yeah, this is like, a really cool level two ability. It's, there's nothing like wrong. wizards are my favorite class, but there's not too many wizards that have like we can talk this much about a level. Uh, yeah, two of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're so right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're mostly just giving you the, the, the language, like the, uh, which was the speech of the woods. You already got that as well. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just all right. Basically Moving on, we, the, we, the, we then really learn what the Shepherd of the Spirit's all about, though, with the Mighty Summoner at sixth level. Uh, beasts and Fae that you conjure are more resilient than normal. Any beast or Fae summoned or created by a spell that you cast gains two benefits. They will have more hit points than normal, two extra hit points per hit die it has, and the damage from its weapons will be considered magical. So it gives you the wild shape that we saw in the Moon Druid, but mm-hmm. for the ones that you summon, not you when you wild shape, but for the ones you summon, 
they are attacks will count as magic. <sighs> this is, it just makes one of the most busted spells in the game even better. Is the the one thing you can get away if someone just creates like eight like CR one eighth uh, or I forget what the what the yeah kind of are. with five e unfortunately uh, companions butcher the action economy a lot yeah. And the, the way you get way you get around that is it's like, well, all those wolves are non-magical, so I have immunity to non-magical right. attacks. And now, and now this you're is... You're just yeah. all magical. So they all have to do damage. Yeah, so they all can do damage, and it's not... Yeah, so I, this is just a fair warning if you're going into like a uh, a a uh, like a stranger is DMing a role for you and you really want to do this. Conjure <laughs> woodland beings and conjure fae are like very commonly just being like, please don't use those <laughs> yeah now, i have to now make like tokens for this all these class things. is definitely the bane of a dm's existence uh, i don't disagree at all <laughs> it's like and I, I would steer away from this class i love the second level and i feel like oh that could be fun to play with and then you get further in the class and you're like oh you're just here to conjure animals and be annoying yeah th- this is a uh this is an advanced uh player in combat kind of class where <laughs> if you're if you're on top of this and you and your yeah. dm have worked out a set of rules to be like okay um they're all gonna roll in the same initiative just ro- yeah. they're gonna be treated like a swarm essentially yeah. just roll all their attacks first. you don't want to bog down combat this much you know what i mean don't like roll this would be fine for like damage. the two person crew <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah two or three people playing but not when you got four five six people playing D D. This just becomes unmanageable. Yeah, you're going to take up a lot of time in the turn <laughs> turn cycle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you can shortcut some of these. Maybe we'll do a segment about, about like making combat go faster. That sounds like a... Yeah, a, for uh, sure. I, I, useful. Because yeah, typically, I, when we first started D&D, I would remember four people in the campaign. I wouldn't get a turn for over 15 minutes. And that's like... Yeah. brutal <laughs> that, that's when people start looking at their phones yeah 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 it's completely brutal it's like because then then it comes back to my turn right and i take five seconds i'm like i do this and this i roll i'm done and you're yeah. like Fuck, 15 more minutes now like oh man yeah. Yeah, please think about your turn before while other people are going that's all I'm yeah but <laughs> we're bringing this up during the circle of the shepherd for a reason that is that's that is something that is uh against this class for sure it's not a bad class by any means. Oh, it, it's it's pretty good, but yeah, yeah. People will be like, "Oh, I hit level six, and everyone will grow as you, or at level seven, and then you can conjure woodland beings all the time." Yeah, uh, tenth level, the guardian spirit. Your spirit totem safeguards the beasts and fae that you call forth with the magic. When a beast or a fae that you summoned or created a spell ends its turn within the spirit spirit totem aura, which is kind of just always up. We've noticed that, like, mm-hmm. it's got a. 30 foot radius you could move it 60 feet at any freaking time you want <laughs> uh they'll regain a number of hit points equal to half your druid level so like the dm's trying to get cut these guys down cut them down and they're just constantly healing back constantly healing. so I, <laughs> and I you actually, don't have to you don't have to use an action or anything at anything and so i actually i actually like this because it kind of incentivizes fewer creatures with higher hit points rather than because like <laughs> If you summon a bunch of like wolves with twenty six hit points, yeah, one AOE attack is going <laughs> like to kill them. And they're all creatures, so your unicorn spirit will also uh, trigger. trigger if you <laughs> heal them up even more. Pretty good so, with the unicorn you, spirit. You could have like two or three pretty big guys that will last uh, quite a bit. The thing about the unicorn spirit, th- this doesn't trigger the unicorn spirit though, because the unicorn spirit it needs no. you to cast a spell. 
So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so, but paired with it, like you said, like you can have massive healing on these on your yeah. You do uh, oh. yeah a, a level one healing word as a bonus action, that, <laughs> and all of a sudden they gain hundred hit points are back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if a hundred. I'd say twenty though, right? Yeah. You're well, you're, lo- you're level ten, right? So we're yeah. talking five plus five, at least a minimum ten. A minimum a, ten. A yeah. minimum ten. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, actually, probably a minimum like fourteen because you usually get proficiency bonus in there. Yeah, as a bonus. Exactly. Yeah, you, you could you could really keep your guys up. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then lastly, the faithful summons. So it's all about summoning. Six through fourteen was just summoning. Uh, the nature spirits you commune with protect you when you're most defenseless. If you're reduced to zero hit points, you can immediately gain the benefits of conjure animals, as if it were cast with a ninth level spell slot. It summons four beasts of your choice that are challenge rating two or lower. They're with, uh, they get summoned within 20 feet of you, and if they receive no commands from you, they protect you from harm and attack your foes for an hour. It doesn't require concentration. Yeah. So, like, the DM finally knocks you down, and you just summon four more things to come after him. It feels like you're the freaking DM with this ability. Yeah, you're like, this is my combat now. <laughs> now, how good is this actually? It's pretty good. I, it's not bad. It's pretty good. Yeah, the... But how good uh, is it actually? I don't know. Yeah, it... So, ideally, you're building a character, so going down to hip, zero hit points doesn't happen. And yeah, right. Like how often this this comes up once in the blue moon though for sure. Everyone goes yeah. down. And and with like, yeah, everyone goes down. Um and it, it is nice just to be like, oh, accidentally we all died. But now you're at least the thing that killed you is gonna ha- not gonna be able to just waltz in and just finish you off. Yeah. Um Yeah, I this is gonna this is gonna create some epic moments <laughs> like once this That's thing cool hits, yeah it's a cool ability if i was playing level 14 uh circle shepherd druid i would be uh extremely reckless i want to see <laughs> how this thing work and uh but i mean but that is a little awkward right because i think this class you're also not play yeah you're also the uh range support character yeah yeah like it, it does not play off of that at all yeah you're you're generally not in the middle of the fight because you have no abilities to fight in the middle of a fight in <laughs> this class. You're just yeah. supposed to summon and concentrate on a summon thing. Uh, on your on your crap, yeah, that, that you're summoning. Yeah, so I, I mean, it it doesn't get you back up. So that that is the best no, part about like relentless rage. Or... It just summons a bunch of creatures that they'll have to now deal with. I think it'll yeah. certainly be helpful in the fight when you go down. I, I, so I'd say it's good, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, it's just uh, this one's funny to me more than anything else. It's, it's like the the detonation bomb after you go off. It's yeah, but all your other abilities kind of go away. Yeah, I I actually don't know. Right, whatever you were is. concentrating on, which was probably your other. Buff spell uh, or yeah, conjure animals <laughs> that'll go away, and now this one will take place. We'll so it's not up. like you're getting more things onto the battlefield; it's just like replacing most likely what you've lost when you went yeah. down. And and you being up is always going to be better than this. So yeah, right, yeah, that's the <laughs> other thing, right? It's like yeah, if if it was like I don't know, if there was like spirits that like at the end of your turn 
they you could like pop them to gain health back or something. It'd be way better. Yeah. What do you think about the Circle of the Shepherd also, overall? Also, just want to say at at level fourteen, a challenge rating two creature is not is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not yeah. going to help you out. It's just bit. an annoyance for sure. So yeah, I, this one's a hard one to grade for me. Yeah, I think I think this is quite. Um, so uh, one of the things I value when looking at just like how um, how good a class is, it, it, one of the, the one of the strengths of this is that it fits in with like the action economy pretty well. You don't have to use your wild shapes to activate the ability. It's a bonus action, not a spell, so you can do kind of everything you want to do. It f- really feels like the spirit totem is free. I like, was going to say, here's what I'll say about that because since you mentioned that piece alone. Now that I've read through this class, this is the first time I'm really delving in pretty deep to the Shepherd. I'm really interested in going up to like a level two and multi-classing with this class. I feel like it gives you some really cool stuff at level two, plus you're a mm-hmm. druid. Level two is also when you get your wild shape. Yeah. So to like be a level two circle of the shepherd druid gives you a lot of utility baked into your class randomly. That yeah. you could then pair with anything else in the game, I think would be really cool. You would so you would have if you're going to do that, you would have to kind of really value the bear spirit and the hawk spirit because unicorn spirit is half your druid level, so that'd be one hit point at that yeah. point. Oh yeah, I would almost ne- I would never use unicorn, but like so I said, I think things. I do like the bear and the hawk spirit. Mm-hmm. I think I would mostly be using the hawk spirit. It gives me a reaction that I could use literally every round. I'd like yeah. Uh, that's which is just great. You know, you don't get to use a lot of reactions all the time, and this I feel like you could always use a reaction for that. Yeah, and if you, you can even yeah. use it on yourself, right? So if you paired it with like a rogue, you can give yourself yeah. the, the yeah, advantage. and like and <laughs> and yeah, this is this is like really really cool stuff you can do. Where like no one who's trying to play optimal is telling you to make a multi class shepherd druid. Rogue, rogue mix but <laughs> this is pretty cool I not, but I, i'm the one to do that shit yeah <laughs> and but like it, it's sick and you it's get to, really you, good you get to play this weird rogue that someone's a hawk to spirit to animals yeah i'm literally this is awesome animals that's exactly what i wanted that's what i mean like the the flavor at level two is everything i needed out of the class anyway and with this really neat spirit totem that doesn't necessarily need kind of the way it scales. It scales so poorly yeah. anyway. It's like, I don't really care about that. And I, I don't want to get to all the summoning crap that's useless to me. So like this, yeah, know, know what you need to do. Um, we're both fans of uh, uh, Borderlands. This is like Mordecai with Bloodwing. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can do yeah. like a ranged rogue and, or like the, the gunslinger fighter class to give, and give yourself a advantage. There you go. So anyway, that's how I think about this class. Which, which again, though, makes this a really hard class to grade. Because I think, like, it's really strong, kind of awkward, and and very limited. As far as druids go, I feel like this is pretty limited. And, like, you're going to play the same every time. Yeah. And also, we're not talking about the fact that your level 6 ability only works with a very specific set of spells like it's yeah. only the summon spells Very, so, which means that's why it's such a specific class yeah and you're gonna have to concentrate on that that's you're a big deal for that yeah, yeah so that's a big deal you're you kind of are bought into i'm gonna summon some creatures 
Right. And that's that's what if I'm that's what do. you want to play, then then yes, mm-hmm. and heal people, and that's it. And but it it is pretty good at this. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I I I'm just gonna give it a B because cool. I feel like that's yeah. a perfect grade to give it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah there. Yeah, it. There's sometimes that um, summon creatures just aren't very good if there's a lot of AOE stuff going on. Sometimes they're just busted. That's so... true. You, you get pretty knocked out pretty quick. Yeah, it doesn't help you in the scenarios when like you'd like a lot of creatures to help you, mm-hmm. and somehow it doesn't because they're just like, "Wow, we're just gonna mow that all down anyway." And it's like, yeah, ah. <laughs> like I, I I could just see the scenario where you cast your um, like your 50 million wolves, where you summon all these wolves. And they go to attack, and then like a lair action all wipes them out before they right. get a chance to do anything. Do anything, yeah, and you wasted your action. On and it. you're like, okay, <laughs> now I guess I'll try again <laughs> next time. Yeah, uh, yeah, a little bit of feels bads for sure. If they got that's that's pretty rare, I'd say. I mean, I, I, again, you're a druid still, so everything is going to be fine. I think this is a pretty cool class. Oh yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it up to a, a B. Solid, I mean, solid B. Yeah. It, uh, if it's used right, it's really strong and it probably deserves higher. Yeah, this is also like it's telling you to use conjure, like Fey, conjure woodland beings, and those right. spells are druids really strong, are strong, and druids are really strong. So, yeah, it's like you could just be a druid and just do the conjure thing anyway, and it might be like seventy five percent of this. Yeah, so maybe B plus. Hmm. That's it for the circle of the shepherd. We'll see you on the next one. Party on!